Today we'll be talking about the PCAP as both a process and a product, why both are important aspects of the PCAP design, and how they look in action. In previous Need to Know episodes, we've discussed what the PCAP is and the domains that it covers, so if you haven't checked out those videos, we definitely recommend you give this a quick pause, and we'll be here when you get back. So the PCAP exists as both a process and a product, meaning it's both something young people do and as well as something they will engage with over the course of their school with the support of a caring, encouraging adult in their lives. So Scott and Chong, I'm hoping today we can get into how PCAP is a process that young people go through and then what that process might look like as a starting point. So let's let's talk about process now as identity development. So it's a personalized career and academic plan, which means that it's about the student focusing on their identifying their skills, their talents, beginning to think about and explore the kinds of occupations that align with those skills and talents, and then building a plan, academic plan, learning plan, in and out of school learning opportunities that's going to help them pursue um, those, those different occupations that are exciting. So we're, we are focusing also on, on the future goals. So... We had a, a young woman in, in Wisconsin. It's a story that's been told before. If you've heard me talk on any of the talks and in the book, it's all, it's all there. But this individual had been doing the PCAP process, so the school was helping them see how to explore themselves and look at themselves as well as these different opportunities. And what they, as a process, um, what happened was they had a class on health sciences that looked really exciting, and there was a whole pathway of opportunities in the health sciences. And so they went into this kind of the, the online system that they had available at the time. And when they looked at it, they found that a dietitian aid was a certification that they could, they could use to get into a hospital setting and start working, but it was something they could do following their sophomore year in high school. They could actually take these classes at their local college and, and start moving in, which they did. And when they got there, they realized, oh my gosh, this is really exciting. And there's all these different occupations in a hospital. How do you continue pursuing those? Well, you got to focus on the math and you got to focus on the science, which they did, came back and took more advanced courses, went on to get 10 more college credits. And even though they hadn't really been a stellar student at the very beginning of this whole piece, what they did was they, they elevated themselves. They knew who they were. They could communicate strongly about their goals, their passions and what they were doing. So they ended up receiving a full scholarship to go into a nursing program. So, so when we talk about process, let's talk about first the process of what happens to one's identity. And what we're trying to facilitate is an individual who's guiding, who's becoming proactive in guiding their own development. They're seeing the future as a possibility. They're then looking for the learning opportunities to pursue that. So this individual was Latinx, first-generation college student, low-income family, all the areas of what we're trying to really focus on supporting and really building out all of a sudden, there's a personal transformation as they're now taking on the world and really shaping um, their opportunities. That's the process, right? When we talk about the lesson process, we're talking about how do we activate that, right? How do we get that going? It doesn't happen because they sit on a computer, although technology is critical. It happens when we have caring, encouraging adults and a group of students all getting excited through the exploration of who they are, the exploration of their potential and the future opportunities. And then these, this product that you've been talking about becomes the artifacts. It becomes the things that I'm developing about myself. It could be a reflective statement. It could be a poster. It could be, it could be a, um, 
one of the more powerful things is a student-led parent-teacher conference where I describe what I've learned about myself. I describe my, my plans for what I'm thinking about. I de they describe what they've done this year and what they plan to do next year. All that proactivity and that sense of resiliency that, that we want to see in youth comes through in their own voice. And so we're looking for products um, out of this that really allow the individual to explore who they are, explain it in some words or in video and other places. Uh, in Milwaukee Public Schools, they were having the elementary students actually develop video logs to talk about who they were. That was the, one of the big products that they put together. So there's a lot of ways we can talk about product. The process, that actual emergence of an individual who's ready for their future and is ready to really take on the different learning opportunities and strive for a more rigorous academic um, plan, that's the process that we're really focusing on. And the thing that makes the personalized career and academic plan such a powerful um, activity. When it when it's working well, when we've got educators that are buying into it, we've got parents and others that are all part of it, it's it's incredible. That's just one out of many, many stories of transformation. And so, Chong, I'm wondering if, you know, on that bit uh, that Scott just mentioned, the when it's working well, right, what sort of things have you seen come out of that process with students when they're really engaged in that process, like we've seen at Sociedad, when there are staff members who are really deeply invested and involved? What did that process look like or feel like for those students? Yeah, sure. So um, I want to share um, the story um, of creating a uh, public service announcement video. Um, you know, a group of students, uh, Sociedad Latina students, and then the STEAM coordinators, they worked to create a, a PSA video on uh, COVID vaccines. So it initially started um, 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 a year ago, students received lessons on how the vaccines are created, and then the, what kind of jobs there are in relation to creating vaccines. And then finally, that led to them uh, think about a project at which they decided that they would focus on creating a video about, you know, we need to get the vaccines for the community members. So um, that really, you know, in, in creating that video, uh, not only that they uh, found the skills in terms of creating videos and talking to community members, not only that they were able to build the skills related to that, um, they, uh, the peers, they kind of identified each other's skills as well. Like, oh, you know, I found that this person is good at drawing. You know, I found that he has a great voice. You know, that kind of process, you know, the encouraging each other. So this is the peer support component, right? And then as well as talking to the community members and then spreading the words that, you know, we need to uh, get vaccines. You know, that's all kind of, uh, you know, makes um, this process of um, helping them um, exploring themselves as well as building um, the career management skills. You know, something, Aaron, that, that Chong's bringing up around this, this putting together a uh, public service announcement, in the personalized career and academic plan language, we put that under what we call work-based learning. So here they are actually doing the skills of graphic design, designing a, a script, recording, music, um, all of this stuff are really, really important, valuable um, workplace skills, and some of the technical skills are involved. What we found that was so exciting was not only did they have the talent to start with, and they really learned to learn how to learn to really put this together, their confidence, and that's the part that really gets to that social-emotional element, right? Their confidence as learners, their confidence in public speaking, their willingness to talk about themselves and what they did just exploded. It was so exciting to watch. Um, and just see the transformation as we as we talked about earlier 
um, taking place with them. It's, it's, really, it's really a powerful thing to, to, to observe. And I think something I did want to touch on in terms of the process and product is that we haven't quite mentioned is, is the experience for the adults, for the caring and encouraging adults and mentors that are supporting students through this process. I know that's something I've seen as I've worked with teachers is the, the prompts or the activities allow them to connect with students in different ways that they might not normally get a chance to do. And so I think this can also be a transformative experience for the mentors or the staff or the other folks who are involved in the process by supporting the students and talking through these complex topics and experiences with the students as well. Yeah, and you know, we work primarily in the most high need, high opportunity youth populations. And so, so often as educators, we're so overwhelmed by everything that's going on around the student that we feel helpless around what can we do to make a difference. And it's a natural product of living in, working with low income youth and youth that have very challenging life situations. And I think what you're describing is exactly on target, and we've seen it happen, and we've heard educators say, this is why I went into teaching. I wanted to have that relationship. And, and what they've not known is while they're focusing as educators, now let's talk about the teachers specifically, as they're focusing on course content, they're not focusing on how do I help build a relationship and help build your interest and motivation in the content, right? And what they find in these conversations, and we saw this a year ago with when Boston Public Schools was doing the transformative mentoring. It was a very powerful experience where the educators were really connecting strongly, and then that loops back to students engaging more strongly. And so the sense of, of students feeling those connections with their educators they really do feel cared about is transformative. And for the educator to finally feel a sense of being able to have an impact when they're working with students, it's, it's invaluable. We can't underestimate the importance of that as a, as a byproduct of this whole thing. I think that's a perfect high note to end on for this conversation today. I want to say thanks for joining us to learn more about the PCAP as a process and a product. Be sure to check out our other NTK episodes for quick content related to future readiness and individualized learning, or look for our deep dive episodes where we'll be bringing on some special guests to discuss specific topics. Make sure you're following the BU Center for Future Readiness on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like the video if you enjoyed it, or comment what else you'd like us to discuss or any special guests you think we should be having on. We definitely want to hear from our listeners. Thanks for tuning in.